Hello, I'm Olive B, the host of Design and Beyond. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, welcome. And if you are returning, I would also like to welcome you too. So joining me today is my two sister-in-law, Jackie and Kristen. Hi. Hi. (laughs) So the reason why I've invited them on this podcast is because we're here to talk about what to do with this spare room in the house. We all maybe have a space in our home or maybe not, but we have somewhere where we can use a space that is personal to us. Now, I have a room that um, they're going to help me um, to see what I can do in creating a personal spa. Now, we're going to go into talking about what they do for a living and you can have an understanding of why they're my guests. So first of all, Jackie, um, tell me a little bit about yourself. What do you do for work and um, also where you are located? My... uh business is that I'm a massage therapist. I have my own practice um, located in uh, the Mount Airy, Germantown area of Philadelphia. Um, I've been massaging for 11 years and uh, I love it. Kristen? My passion is skincare. Um, I'm an independent esthetician and I also have a private practice uh, neighboring my sister's. And um, my focus is holistic skincare. I make all of my own products and really try to create an amazing environment for my clients. Cool. So before we go into the meat of what we're here to talk about, this session that I'm going to talk to you both about is really something very random and I call it my tea up section, okay? And I'm just gonna ask you some random question. Are you ready? Okay. <laughs> all right. Jackie, favorite drink? Ooh, an old fashioned. Okay, Kristen? An IPA. What's an IPA? A beer. Oh, <laughs> type of beer. Okay. Favorite color? Green. Green. Depends on what it is, to be honest. Okay. But I'll go with green. All I'm right. Sorry, sorry, boring. What is your vice? IPA. <laughs> Getting massages. Okay, from someone else, yes, obviously. Exactly. Favorite time of the year? That's that's a toss up. I love all the seasons, but spring and autumn are probably the runners up. I would say summer and fall. Okay. Most challenging client. Ooh. <laughs> um. Ooh. Um, oh, should I say, what would you say would make a challenging client? Okay. Um, hmm. I have had many, I have many lovely clients, but yes, I've had some challenging ones over the years. Same here. Um, so it's hard to narrow it down to just one type, but currently I have one. Why don't we just change the question a little bit right. and say... What is your ideal client? (laughs) (laughs) My ideal client is someone who uh, appreciates the benefits of massage therapy to the point where they come in and they trust what I'm going to do and they allow themselves to physically and mentally 
uh, melt into mm. the room, into the table, and just can let themselves go and kind of surrender to the moment. Um, my ideal client has uh, similar qualities, um, but something that pops into mind is someone that is able to really know what they want out of the treatment and to be able to communicate that. Cool. And sort of surrender yeah. to the session. I understand. You know what my favorite client is? One that pays. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite one. <laughs> All right, last question. City or suburb? City. City. Why? Uh, I like people energy. I like uh, having uh, things to do at my fingertips. I like knowing that something is always going on. And yeah, just being able to to hear that there's other life constantly out there. All right, nice. All right, let's move on. So what I want to ask you both is, you've been at this for about 16 years, Kristen, and I know you said about 11 years as a massage therapist. Have you seen like the culture has changed? And what I mean by that, that people are actually seeking out um, the service more today than how they ever have done in the past? Would you mm -hmm. say that's... Definitely. I think people uh, are realizing that uh, self-care is really preventative medicine and that it's, it's not something to be viewed as a luxury, but as a necessary component to good health. And so uh, people are, uh, I'd say, more prone now than probably ever before to making time in their schedule and their mm -hmm. budget to... Uh, take care of themselves, definitely seeking alternative therapies to do that. Right. So it almost sounds as if it's more like um, a necessity before we, that kind of um, treatment. I, you know, people used to look on that as if it's a luxury. Mm -hmm. Would you both agree? Yeah, definitely. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, I've had clients comment, clients who have let themselves get into a regular routine of massage. If something comes up where they miss a couple of sessions, they realize how much it's been benefiting them. They'll come back and be like, oh my goodness, like I, you know, I was really, really feeling it. You know, I missed a couple of sessions, mm. you know, maybe they were traveling or whatever. Um, so I think more people are becoming aware of, of the benefit of self-care. Right. And you find that's the same in your mm -hmm. line of work? Definitely. Um, I think especially with skincare mm -hmm. and facials, people used to treat it or view it as more of a luxury and now people are adding it into their self-care routine mm -hmm. um and especially as we have more knowledge about ingredients and natural approaches to taking right. care of ourselves um people are definitely incorporating that right. into their regular routines right and i want to talk to you more about that because um I, like you said, people are more aware and they, are, I would say, are more conscious about what they are putting into their skin mm -hmm. than ever before. Mm -hmm. And do you find that, um, you know, when you think about with your clientele across the board, which age group, the demographics or whatever, what, what do you, who do you find come to you the most? I have a pretty wide demographic age-wise um my youngest client currently is 12 years old okay um my uh 
oldest client is probably about 83 or 84 mm. years old. But I would say my most um, consistent visitors that are really incorporating facials into their monthly self-care um, are in like the 30, 30 40, 50s. Mm. Each so when you say facial, I mean, talk to me into about what exactly you do. I mean, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, they go there and you do what exactly? So, um, obviously, you know, I always start with a, a chat with my client about their concerns and issues, um, their expectations. And then I do some skin analysis under a magnifying lamp mm. and then based on what I see and what I've learned from my client, I really kind of make a, a little plan in my mind of what course the facial is going to take as far as ingredients go. Um, from there, the client gets a facial steaming, cleansing, exfoliation, their pores are cleaned out, uh, they have a customized mask, um, a hand, arm, neck, shoulder massage, mm. their scalp and feet are worked on. So it's really more than just the skin. It's really like a full, full body oh, experience. Cool. Right. Yeah. So when they, you did say it's all natural that you work with. Mm-hmm. So do you make your ingredients yourself or you? I make all of my own products. Oh, you do? Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and so and what about if do people have like little goodies that they can take with them? Do you um, send them home with certain things? Sometimes I will send someone mm-hmm. off with something that I want them to sample before before they commit. Okay. All <laughs> yeah. right. But she does have uh, available, uh, you know, her clients can purchase oh, what, nice. what she uses in the treatments. Right. She has mm-hmm. like a full line of, right. of skincare they can have at home incorporate into their self-care at home oh nice yeah so following with yourself i mean what about with you i mean are you into more of that holistic as well with when it comes with the oils that you use i am i uh have always used um organic massage cream uh obviously i feel like if someone's coming there to take care of themselves there's no need to be uh pushing icky ingredients into their skin and then my hands are also uh in right. cream and oil all day too so i'm, I'm also taking care of yourself yeah. that's right makes a lot of sense um i also use essential oils in my treatments uh and uh i make sure they're from uh, a source that's uh pure and free of um you know fillers that you wouldn't want uh, right. in your body as well. All right. So, okay, walk me through. I'm your client. Now, what am I expecting when I walk through that door? What kind of vibe am I going to expect? Um, when you come into my studio, probably one of the first things you'll notice is the aroma. Mm. Um, I always have uh, essential oils diffused into the room, but in a way that's not offensive. It's not like walking into uh, one of those candle stores mm. in the mall. Um then uh, I have candles lit, unscented candles lit in the room. Uh, it's warm, inviting, cozy. Um, I have, uh, my room is painted with a, a muted gold tone. So it's, 
it's earthy and calming, but yet there's a joyful component to it. Um, and then I have that offset with some uh, lighter colored accents. Um, it's, it's designed to just put you at ease when you walk in. Oh, nice. And your space? Because I've actually seen Jackie's space, mm -hmm. <laughs> not seen yours yet. So I need to get over there. Absolutely. So describe your room and what would clients expect to see? Um, so my room, well, some, I'll tell you, some of my clients have said that when they walk mm -hmm. in, they feel a little bit like they're in a fairy tale, not in a Disney sort of way, <laughs> <laughs> but just, um, you know, I've tried to create kind of a bit of like an enchanted looking space where someone can feel like they're a bit removed from their usual daily life and just in another element. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right, cool. Now, there is a reason why I'm asking you both this question is because you are both going to help me to see how can I incorporate that within my space, you know, if, um, and especially right now, why I want to talk about this because February the 14th is coming up and we know that's a big deal for a lot of people. And personal care is also one of those things that people do think about giving their loved ones, um, whether it is Valentine's, it could be someone's birthday, it could even be an anniversary. And um, people use, they, you know, they may go to you guys, I, I'm, I'm mm -hmm. correct on that. Yeah. Um, but if someone wants to make it more personal and bring it home, to the home front, I want to ask you about a couple of things that you feel that is necessary and important um, that they can do and incorporate into a room. Say like, you know, the spare room that I have, say if it was my own space, what exactly I can do with that space? So I like to talk to you regarding that. So you, like I said, you both have seen my space upstairs and I would say that the room is about, roughly around about 10 by 11. Mm -hmm. Is that a good size for me to work with in creating my personal spa? Definitely. Yeah, I yeah. think you, you, that room has a lot of potential. You can work with it for sure. Right. So I'm going to talk about people's space that's a lot smaller after this, but let's just focus on, you know, the size room that I have. And we're going to go through, I can think about at least five areas. Maybe you can think about more, or maybe this, I am on the ball and talking about just the five areas that I feel is necessary in designing a space. And I'm only... Um, consider this when I talk about designing a kitchen or any other room and I believe that it would still apply if you're looking into a spa so let's talk about the first that comes to mind is color yeah. how important is it to choose in choosing the color or what colors would you avoid or and what colors would you feel would be the best uh, well, I think people relax best with colors found in nature um, that we see most in nature, mm -hmm. I should say. Uh, blue sky, green grass, uh, so blues, greens, blue-greens, right. um, tones of gold like the sunshine um, tend to relax people most. I mean, I think there have been scientific studies, people's blood pressure comes down, etc. All right. I would say, I mean, I guess, I guess a lot of it boils down to personal preference, but, um, as far as colors to avoid, maybe like brash neons, right. <laughs> red. Yeah. 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 Okay. So what about the aroma? Because 
that sense is so important. Mm-hmm. So um, when I think of a spy, I'll, you know, I think most people will include scent. Do you have anything going in and that's, that's what I should conclude? Uh, well, both of us in our studios and, and also at home, uh, we use uh, diffusers for essential oils that uh, disperse wonderful aromas into the air. Um, you know, again, not to get too sciencey, there was an article a month or two ago in the New York Times that lavender essential oil actually has the same effect on your body chemistry as Valium. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not just, uh, in our heads that smells can make us feel good. They, they actually affect our body chemistry. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think at, in your home, you can bring that same concept into your home. It's an easy way to mm-hmm. relax at home. Right. So would you choose candles, scented candles? If I, if I were using, um, essential oils I would keep the candles neutral and unscented so you don't have a a war of aromas okay that makes sense (laughs) um if you don't want to use essential oils for aroma and you choose to use uh scented candles that's where you do want to make sure you buy a good quality candle um something that's soy or beeswax based and that uh, the aroma is from essential oils uh, combined with the wax. Um, That way you won't end up with a headache. Uh, Some candles, scented candles, have uh, chemical components that are harsh. Mm. Mm. And so, you know, I can't stand the smell of vanilla. I I just Mm. can't handle that in in candles. And some of the spices, that bothers Mm. me because I think it's a little bit too strong. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's not something you guys would... No, it's not... Uh, I, don't find it re- I don't find it relaxing. Mm-mm. No, um, I mean, again, uh, what appeals to us aroma-wise can be subjective and mm. varies from person to person. Um, but, uh, you know, sticking with things that are just known historically to be relaxing um, is usually a safe bet. Okay, cool. So, all right, let's move on to the third aspect. Um, music, yes, no? I think that is personal preference. Um, some people find that they can sort of zone out and relax better with the right type of music, whatever mm-hmm. they find relaxing. Some people can find it too distracting to mm. their mind or overstimulating. Okay. So some people prefer just... So you mean no, no heavy rock? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, something relaxing. And again, yeah. what relaxes one person is different from another. Um, but yes, like something too fast paced usually doesn't, for most people, it, it doesn't relax them. Um, it depends on where your home is located too. If there's a lot of outside noise, um, music can help fill your little space and block out outside noise. Mm-hmm. Um, some people like uh, a, just a white noise type sound too. Um, everyone's different. When you having... say white, I mean, you hear people mention that. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, what is that? Is it like just like the water sound? Or... I mean, that can sort of be like a white noise, yeah. but it's almost like a static sound, just like a shh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there are little machines that right. will actually just make that sound for you. And for some people, that's the best way they 
shut down their mind. Okay. Um, but I would say the majority of people, if it's just a soft, um, almost ambient type of yeah. music. And now with streaming services, it's it's easy to have have those that's, uh, that's things so true. available right. to you. Yeah, you can yeah. find like your curated playlists. Right. Um, yeah. Right. So th- th- I, I'm going to talk about lighting because I assume lighting will be different for a spa that you do, Jackie, compared to the lighting you need. Am I correct? Um, so it depends on what type of service I'm offering a client. Um, if it's a facial, I would have sort of dim, cozy lighting, similar to what a massage therapist would have. There's certain parts of the facial that require brighter light. And Mm. so for brief times, I might have my little magnifying lamp on, but generally, um, for most services, it's, yeah, I'd say comfortable, cozy, okay, dim sort of lighting. Right, and I know that's the same. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, lamps or overhead lights, or would you say combination? What would you? Um, I'd say a combination. Um, but I think more importantly is you know, what type of light is the lighting fixture putting right. out? I like to avoid any sort of like blue. Oh, the fluorescent lights light, out. Fluorescent. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They tend to be kind of like grating right. <laughs> to the eyes and the nerves. Some people can get headaches. Right. Okay. And then, um, and you know, a, a good option is to have whatever lighting you have, have it a uh, dimmer. Mm. Um, so that way you can adjust it to your, to your liking. Okay. But uh, yeah, sometimes a few small lamps where you is another way to do. It. You can have one on, or if you want two, whatever. It's a way to sort of alter the lighting to to whatever you want. All right. So we cover the color, the aroma, the sound, and lighting. Now we're getting into what should we put in the room. <laughs> I guess that's important because um, obviously, if we're creating the spa light feel it's a, it could be different for everyone mm-hmm. you know um if a person's contemporary they maybe want to design in that way um but i guess what you're going to share with me is something the essentials we're talking about the essentials mm-hmm. that you feel as in furnishing um that they should have in the space so let's start um first of all with you jackie um i mean the obvious one in my opinion is going to be the table Absolutely. Um, so yes, you can acquire a massage table easily these days um, mm-hmm. with the lovely World Wide Web. Yes. Um, so yeah, massage table, you want to make sure you have enough space around your massage table. You know, if you're going to have a massage therapist come to your house and give you a massage, you want to make sure the therapist has enough space to work around the table. Most tables are about six feet long. And then if you attach the headrest, mm-hmm. you're maybe at about six and a half feet. Mm. So you want to you you're, think seven feet for your table. And then the therapist is going to need maybe two to three feet around each side of the table to, to be able to walk around it and comfortably give an effective okay. massage. Right. Um, and then there are uh, accessories for your massage table that you can uh, make it even more comfy. Uh, massage suppliers. There's a massagewarehouse.com. It's a good place to mm. look. 
uh, another place called gotyourback.com. Mm. They sell items uh, made for massage tables, fleece uh, table pads mm. that make it extra cushiony, and you can plug it in and it heats your massage mm. table. And when you, even if you <laughs> nice. don't have a therapist come to the house, uh, you can just lay on it. Nice. And feel like you're getting the treatment. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. I mean, it's, you know, we can talk. It all sounds great so far, but people be thinking, oh, hey, it's not my business. It's not what I do. I mean, it could it could be a pretty penny, couldn't it? I mean, well, I mean the table. I know I do have one. I do have a table, and I think I paid. I know it was like no more than one hundred and fifty. So I've, I, but I've also seen the price gone way up there. So I mean, am I about right that one hundred and fifty? You can is get about... a very basic table yeah. for about one hundred and fifty dollars. Okay. And yes, they go way up from there depending on the quality. But for someone who's not doing it professionally, you don't need. Right. A top of the line table, um, and you know, again, take advantage of of uh, looking online, read reviews. Um, but yeah, you can get a, a nice starter table for one hundred and fifty dollars mm. easily. Or even Craigslist, I guess. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was going to suggest Craigslist because a lot of uh, people go to massage school and buy all the equipment and then decide they mm -hmm. don't like the hard work <laughs> yeah. that it is, and then they sell everything. Uh, so sometimes you can get a nice, uh, you know, a, a more higher end table, yeah. um, still in that hundred, two hundred dollar nice. range if you look on Craigslist. So that's kind of neat because we're we're really talking about someone who has a spare room, such as myself, or and they want to do maybe something special for a loved one, or even for themselves, and having someone to come into their home to massage. Then that would be a great investment, in my opinion, um, that they can have the table set up and I'm sure you perhaps would would you feel more comfortable if the table was already there I mean I guess that would oh yeah I mean I I've had clients that have had a dedicated massage room where all I have to do is show up and uh do what I do and nice it's great yeah, yeah. You don't I, have to lug around that table and it, it's special for them yeah it's like they you know just precisely what you're talking about they have their own little at home spa. spa yeah nice you know so okay so we've got the table out the way and then is there anything else that I would need so I really want to get this thing down you know mm -hmm. you know so I've got I have I already have the table mm -hmm. so um you know and you've talked about getting the heated blanket that mm -hmm. would make it also nice and comfortable mm -hmm. what else would you say is necessary equipment so if the room is going to be used for massage uh I would, a nice little luxury is to get a uh, hot towel cabinet mm. um, where you moisten some towels with water and you stick it in this cabinet. It's kind of like the size of a microwave and you turn it on and it heats your towels to mm. the perfect temperature. Um, and even if you don't have someone working on you, just throwing a few in there, letting them heat up, you can wrap them on your feet or put one on your neck or your forehead. Um, feels really luxurious. Um, but I would say uh, to really make the room a sanctuary and not have it look like you have a microwave type thing <laughs> sitting randomly in the room, uh, I like to find a little place to stow them, store them uh, in uh, my little at-home spa room. I have a, uh, it's a small dresser type cabinet 
um, that has two doors that open out and my towel cabinet fits in there perfectly and then I could just I just drill a hole in the back of the cabinet so the cord can go out and uh, so you never see it when you go in the room but it's there um, when it needs to be used um, so in addition and the advantage of also having a little dresser type cabinet thing too is um, if you uh, are treating a loved one to a little massage working on each other or whatever your significant other or if you have a therapist come to the house um, you do need somewhere to sit your a uh, bottle of massage oil or mm. cream or whatever that's in arm's reach of your table um, or whatever other supplies, right. oils, and so forth. So that's a good item to have. Cool. I would also say a comfortable chair in Why? the room. Because... Uh, if someone's getting, you know, to get undressed, it helps to be able to sit down and mm. take off your socks and your whatever shoes. And just yeah, <laughs> yeah. And after your massage, you know, it takes a little bit to kind of come back to the real world and yeah. collect yourself. So having a comfy chair in there yeah. to kind of sit and collect yourself a little bit is a, is a good item as well. Oh, nice. And the good news is all, all of those things that Jackie just mentioned really also double um, for facial treatments mm. as well, whether it's an esthetician coming to your home or you want to lay down with a, your favorite facial mask on, lay down on, on your massage table with your heating pad. Mm -hmm. Um, another thing that, um, is just a really luxurious little touch that doesn't cost much money is, uh, you could probably look on, on Amazon or something, but there's, there's these little electric heated foot booties oh, nice. <laughs> that you can, uh, put your feet in and there's just something so amazing about oh. that. Just laying back with a mask with your feet being warmed. Mm. Oh, cool. Right. So we talked about a few of the um, furnishing. Do you, could you think of anything else? I mean, I um, artwork. Is, would you say artwork would be good in the room? And what would you, what would you say? Uh, I think artwork is great. It's a great way mm -hmm. to kind of uh, make, put your personality into the space, make it unique. Um, obviously, uh, not something too busy, uh, something that speaks uh peace and relaxation to you right um maybe you have a photograph from a hike you went on yeah. with your partner or whatever um that's a great thing uh i you know if you uh have it printed and framed um or just anything that you find relaxing or just uh doesn't remind you of anything stressful right <laughs> right you got anything to add to that, Kristen? Um, yeah, actually, what Jackie just said about not, not having anything in the room that reminds you of anything stressful along with that thought, you know, not having clutter in the room. Just really, whether it's a room or a corner of a room, just keeping that space like your, your sacred right. <laughs> space right. for, for these Cool. These times, yeah. You know, and I like mirrors. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I do like to see a nice good mirror in a room, mm -hmm. you know, and I personally feel as if, especially if the room's not a huge room, it can perhaps bounce off mm -hmm. some of the light, mm -hmm. make the room feel a bit large. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I... I, I have, uh, yeah, I definitely agree. I've always had a mirror in right. my studio, you know, different locations I've been in. It's, okay. it's always a necessary component. 
Um, absolutely, yeah. And right. it can also um, be a way to add more uh, ambiance, mm. too, if you've got candles burning and they reflect in the mirror, too. It's just it's a nice touch. Nice. And how about plants? Now, I'm going to just be straight up. You know, you see my one plant that I have. <laughs> I am lousy at keeping flowers and plants or whatever. Mm-hmm. I do like... I really, really do like to see a plant in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if anyone is good at keeping them, I, you recommend having something natural, green in the space? Uh, yeah. I'm a big fan of uh, plants in your spa room. Um, I would say the key is just keep your plants nice if they start looking shabby and lots of brown leaves. When you come in, even on a subconscious level, mm. it doesn't speak wellness right. to you. Um, so just don't be afraid to pluck off a brown leaf. <laughs> um, and, you know, if you're going to go wherever you would go to buy plants, just ask whoever's in that uh, shop, you know, can you recommend some low light lamps? If it's a room uh, that doesn't have a lot of light, um, again, you're probably not going to be spending 24 hours a day. So there probably are some windows in the room too, on the other hand, so it doesn't have to be low light. So just, yeah, I think just a few well-placed, well-cared-for plants are a great uh, way. It's sort of human nature to kind of relax when we see greenery. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're also great for air quality. Mm -hmm. Plants actually, I think uh, I read some years ago, a spider plant will clean 98% of the toxins out of an average size room within wow. 24 hours. You can double um, tri- Google me on that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you can fact check. But, yeah, I usually uh, like to say, they say. Yeah. They <laughs> say. <laughs> but, but, it, you, but it is a true thing that plants are right. amazing air purifiers. Right. And they just add a nice touch. And, it, you know, earlier we talked about paint colors mm-hmm. in a room. If you're not really prepared to commit to a color and you're going with white walls, that's fine. Uh, Putting some plants in there is a great way to add a splash of color. Color. Right, cool. I think also um, having, this kind of goes back to uh, lighting, but having a layered window treatment where, you know, the outermost layer is room darkening and then something light filtering underneath. So depending on, you know, we all have different moods at different mm. times and what we find relaxing. Maybe one day you really want to go into a cave-like room. Right. And then another day, maybe you, you want to lay there and relax with a little filtered sunshine. So right. having both those options. I like that, you yeah. know. You know, I'm getting excited. I you know what it is. I can't get the room together upstairs, but I'm really, really, I'm excited <laughs> about wanting to get that going. But there are people that they they're not gonna even have the space. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they're in a rental and they don't have a spare room. You know, um, you know, but they might have at least a corner. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that bed isn't gonna do. They can't. You know, especially if they need a bed. The bed is, reaches out. You can say about seven feet. They may not have that space. Mm-hmm. What is there out there? I'm not talking about those, that chair where the ball keeps going, 
you know, but something that, oh, you know, like massage chair. Yeah. Like is the there anything that you can, like a recliner, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, so, not... so what is it? Is there anything, especially as a couple, they want to do something special for one another, you know? And, but they maybe have a little space in the corner of the bedroom and they want to create like a nice, um, relaxation. They want to make it so intimate. What could they, what is out there other than a bed? That's good. Um, other than a massage table, there are portable massage chairs. Mm. Um, if they want to have a dedicated corner of their bedroom, mm. you could mm. define that space with maybe a small area rug, put uh, your massage chair there. Um, and again, with our lovely World Wide Web, uh, you know, look up some videos on how to give a chair massage. Mm. It's not that complex. It's pretty okay. intuitive. <laughs> um, yeah, you can have your couple of candles in that corner and or you know a, an essential oil diffuser make it smell good and yeah. have a little corner sanctuary right and you know it's funny because you, you know you're talking about here i'm going in about oh giving the loved one the massage or whatever so it really boils down to knowing what you're doing so mm -hmm. there are books out there mm -hmm. i know because you can purchase books to know just the basics mm -hmm. just to be able to give the person that you love, or um, a, a basic, simple massage, mm -hmm. you know. And the, what about with facial? Because do you give your clients this routine? I mean, do they have to like, you know, you know, when you're doing your face, you know, you, you know, don't rub down, go up or whatever. I don't know. What do, what is it that you tell them to do? No, I do. I do give people um, little tips on little rituals they can right. do for themselves um, at home and. Um, you know, just something as simple as uh, getting um, a facial oil like almond oil or jojoba and just after cleaning your face, just laying down and giving mm. yourself a, a little facial massage, even just around the eyes and then with a, a warm steamy compress on top for a few minutes. Mm -hmm. Or if, if you're lucky enough to have a loved one do that for you that's even better <laughs> nice so even like we're thinking about with the space don't have enough space and they want to set up a space in their home mm -hmm. ideal space bathroom so i'm not a big fan of trying to relax with a skincare ritual in the bathroom unless it's in a lovely soaking tub right. <laughs> um but, you know, you can do something as simple as, you know, putting on your, your face mask and go to your sacred little spot and, and lay down and chill out. <laughs> okay, cool. So it's really, really was um, informative. Lots of great information. Um, you know, just to recap with everyone, think about your color, the aroma. We really want to make sure that the place smells good. Uh, music, if you want to know, yes, it's up to an individual how they feel. Lighting, I do feel lighting is important. Like you mentioned, the type of lighting, stay away from, what is it, blue light? Yeah. Doesn't make a person feel too good. And also furnishing, thinking about how you furnish, whether you are traditional, contemporary, um, or eclectic, mm -hmm. um, you can create any spa mm -hmm. um, as long as you keep all these elements that you both spoke about um, within the space. So I like to say thank you both. Thank um, you. This thank is, you for uh, having us. It's yeah. been really, really yeah. great. And like I said, I'm getting excited about doing mine. <laughs> so now if anyone's in the Philadelphia area and they really 
want to have this experience outside the home or even if they want to get in touch with you bring you into their home how can they get in touch with you Kristen? Um, best way is via my website uh, urban spelled h-e-r-b-a-n skintherapy.com and uh, we are sister businesses literally and uh, figuratively <laughs> so I am urbanmassagetherapy.com spelled the same way Great. So thank you all for listening. And don't forget to subscribe. And till next time, bottoms up.